Hey, it's me, Gary. Previously on the Adventure Zone graduation, a lot has happened. Three students, Argo Fierbolg and Fitzroy, started at Hieronymus Wiggenstaff's School for Heroism and Villainy. Originally, they were all sidekicks at the Henchperson and Sidekicks Annex, headed by Hieronymus' younger brother, Higglemus, but then Fitzroy was promoted to the villain track. After having some adventures slash becoming BFFs, Higglemus dragooned them into helping him save his brother. Turns out he turned the real Hieronymus into a dog 50 years ago to save him from the curse of a demon prince named Grey. Then, that very same demon prince disguised himself as Hieronymus and took over at the school. While on a mission to collect the magic apple, Fitzroy had a vision in which a being called Chaos visited him and explained that they were the source of Fitz's magic. The three Thundermen returned to the school to discover that Higglemus had been lying to them. Fake Hieronymus, aka the Demon Prince Grey, found out about Higg's plan and were there to confront them. Grey said that a war was brewing and they had six months to prepare. That night, our three boys each had their own dream sequence in which Chaos appeared to them to show them their possible futures. <sighs> I think that brings us up to date. After everything unfolded in Higglemus's office, you attempted to push the issue. You wanted to talk to him about it, but he waved you off. He needed to care for his brother, and it was far too late in the evening to get into it. He promised you that he would explain everything, that he would talk to you later, but he needed time. So you headed back to your dorms and eventually fell asleep. You woke the next morning from a strange night of dreaming, and the three of you made your way wordlessly to the dining hall. After loading your plates with breakfasts, you sit down at the table, just the three of you, for a quiet moment alone. I had a pretty rowdy, non-erotic dream last night, and I don't know how you two fared. I heard some mumbling and some grumbling, so I'm just wondering if we were visited by three spirits getting us to change our ways around the holiday times, or what's up? I believe Chaos was trying to lead me astray. Mm. I, I, I had a very similar experience with Chaos. Um, want me to kill a bunch of people? Whoa! Yeah, I know. Uh, it was very disturbing. Uh, but uh, I, I looked good. It was like, like. 10, 12 years in the future, and I sure. had a beard and a scar. Oh, yeah, and I had a, a boat. It was, it was okay. A lot of it was awesome. A lot yeah. of it was pretty damn awesome. Yeah, no, mine was too. I said non erotic, but I, I will say I spent most of it topless, and my sort of rigid muscular frame was a sight to behold. And I know that's a strange thing to say about your own future self. Um, but it was not bad. Mm. You, you, so yours was in the future too. Yes, it was a. It was a. I assume now we all had visions of the future with sort of. Um, there was a lot of lusciousness in mine, a lot of excess, and a lot of success. And but then I did have to. Mur I did have to blow up a man. So like Ooh. there was also some yes there was also a little trade off in mind so I'm glad you all have gotten to know chaos a real stinker for that one. Furbo was yours lush? Did you have a lush one? I went home. Oh, that was good, right? That sounds good, I guess. Yeah, for a lot of folks. Hmm. And they were nice to you. It was just a dream. Yeah, I mean, it was a spooky dream that the three of us all kind of shared, I think. So it was a, a very special kind of dream. But I, uh, I, 
I find myself somewhat unswayed by chaos's plight uh, because I it just I'm getting big bad guy vibes off that one. Yeah, right. Okay, so who is this chaos person? Uh, they happen to have said something along the lines of. Uh that they should have, you know, been brought up in conversation by by you before that? Sure. They're uh, a somewhat, I mean, it says what it says right there on the tin, right? They're the sort of embodiment of of uh, chaos, or I suppose a lack of order and uh, sort of the implications of that on the world. And they're like sort of like all about that. And also the powers that I have are, they can be somewhat uncontrollable. And so I guess they're, they're the source of that. They're also the source of Gray's powers. And I don't know. I got the impression that, like, we had a sort of secret arrangement, me and Chaos. But now that I think about it, that's that's silly. Yeah, I, I'm uh, I'm I'm fueled by Chaos, I guess. And uh, they really want me to just go hog wild with it. Um, so that's where I'm at. They seem to suggest that if I do go hog wild, I, we could beat Gray, and then the future that we all foresaw would be cool and what would happen. And I mean, it's not the worst offer, but when it's it's a literally a devil's bargain, it seems like mm. so. Mm. We are not taking them up on it, I assume. I mean, we're up against a a demonic sort of force of nature, so like maybe let's not. Just b- burn any bridges, you know what I'm saying? Mm. I, Keep your options open. I, I, you know, my dream was really pretty cool. I mean, there was a lot I really, really liked about it, but I don't know if I like being put in a position to have to kill a bunch of people. Uh, that, I don't know. I mean, that's a pretty good baseline for any moral compass, I would say, Argo. Um, well, I'm growing. I'm growing as a you person. You sure are. I think we need a game plan, and I do not think banking on uh, my unruly powers uh, is a great sort of, like, foundation for that plan. So may- maybe let's diversify our-, our power portfolio a little bit. Well, I've been giving it some thought. I think we need to... I think we need uh, to build up our corporation. I think we need to maybe do some recruiting. I've I've got some people that uh, kind of a secret society, and I guess me telling you this makes it not quite so secret, or at least I'm just not very good at being a member of a secret society. But I'm I might be willing to see if I can talk to them and and see if I can get them over on our side as to to combat gray uh i mean recruiting into our organization is one way of saying building an army which is probably what we're actually going to need to do yeah i was trying to be clever um okay yeah let's uh yeah i mean i think we all need to sort of lean on our our connections our our sort of social links if you will and uh put together a winning team I do think maybe our first step should be talking to the two people that we know have faced off against Gray and knows what they're capable of, and that would be Hieronymus and Higglemus. I would love to get Hieronymus's take on this, since he'll be now able to add more than bark, bark, woof, woof, and sniff his butt. Um, so that's cool. I, I, I think maybe we start there. I, too, would like to speak to them. Let's go. Let's go see if they're taking office hours. <laughs> as you raise uh, up from your seats, you are momentarily interrupted in this action as you see Hieronymus take the stage uh, to make the school announcements. Uh, and he throws you a grin and winks, and you get the very distinct impression well, how about everybody roll an inside? It's fucking, it's the gray. No, fuck yes. off. That's gray. Uh, and Phoronymus says, ah, good morning, everyone. Just a couple quick announcements. Uh, one, welcome back to everyone who went out on their real world assignments. Uh, and also, oh, we're so excited about this, everyone. Uh, it's been in the works for a while, and we were finally able to make the timing work. We have a special 
guest lecturer for this semester. Uh, joining us now, please welcome. Please. <laughs> I don't know what it says about the time I spent with my family. I can't tell who made that noise. I have made a loud fart noise during the announcements. This guy's wild. This guy's so wild. What won't he do? Consider yourself pranked. <laughs> As I was. He done, done it again! <laughs> You are incorrigible. Incorrigible. I am the bad boy now. I will continue to thwart the Dean. And you see Phoronimus snaps his fingers, and I want you to make a <laughs> wisdom saving throw. A seven plus... Probably doesn't matter, but it's four. Uh, you feel yourself going to make another fart noise, and suddenly you are unable to speak. You are unable to generate noise. The deepest violence robbing someone <laughs> of their ability to make hilarious fart noise. I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll take the torch from here, partner. <laughs> uh, you have you to must no. use them. Shut up, I got it. I'll do yeah, it. No. <laughs> Try your armpit. Try try blowing into your armpit. We're sorry. Go ahead with your announcement. Like that. As I was saying, we have a special guest lecturer this semester joining us, one of the most renowned heroes in all of NUA. Please put your hands together and welcome the Commodore. And you see the Commodore take the stage in his full military regalia, carrying himself proudly, chest-led, walking with a swagger, with a grin uh, that just is perhaps the most shit-eating grin you've ever seen in your life. And he's doing little polite waves as he takes the stage. Shit. I hate that guy. Yeah, what's, who, is the, who is the Commodore? Let's remind our listeners who the Commodore is. Why don't you remind the listeners who the Commodore is, Dad? The Commodore is one of the great naval heroes of this world. Uh, think like John Paul Jones. Um, ah, yes. Ah, yes. Or Admiral Nimitz, maybe? Captain Crunch. <laughs> Captain Crunch, Popeye the Sailor Man. Okay. He's like the biggest military... Uh, hero of the seas and he's also the man that uh, Argo blames for the death of his mother um, because he betrayed her and he's he's a real creep I'm trying not to oversell it he's a real creep he's a real a real piece of crap poopy pants he's a poopy pants um, do uh, give me a perception check Argo Shit. Three. Um, you do not know at this point if you have been uh, spotted or registered. He, he has not seen you for quite some time. I would say if if uh, he remembers you at all, it is still as like a little boy. is like eight years old. Um, that said, Genasis are not super common. Um, and so it, 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 there is always a chance that perhaps he has clocked you. Well, Argo has grown a mustache. He's growing that great handlebar mustache. Maybe <laughs> there that. is that. I mean, yeah, listen, Dream that can't be. And denied. that's the that is the go-to disguise facial hair. Because when you were eight, you just had the goatee, and yeah. now you've switched. You've inverted it. Yeah, and he's wearing the he's wearing his hair different too. So, oh yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. It's kind of a swept back thing and feathered at the sides. So now he is just kind of sitting up there on stage uh, next to Hieronymus, and the two of them are talking. Uh, but he doesn't seem to have registered you at all. This doesn't seem to have any direct impact on your action at this moment, but it is definitely a new wrinkle. Hmm. I mean, we're going to have to address that eventually, yes? I mean, unless you're just going to kind of fucking creep all around, I imagine you will be bumped into by this fool. Oh, yeah. 
Well, listen, he, I don't, I don't think he knows that I hate his guts. I don't think he knows that I want to, to, to kill him. I mean, that, that, listen, this whole thing at school, I've been trying to angle it so that I could become like a sidekick to him. That's why I went to this school in the first place, because I was going to work my way into his trust. And then, you know, when he wasn't paying attention, you know, backstab him like any credible rogue would do. Right. Uh, so I don't I don't know if I have to worry about him. I mean, I'm I'm sure if he came right up against me and recognized me, he'd he'd see me as as Shabby's little boy. But I, I don't think he knows I, I, I want to kill him. Well, I do just want to say there, Count of Monte Cristo, that your revenge plot uh, was enough for me to pick up on, and I am a grade A dunce, so I would not sell him too short. So, yeah, um, that's very, very. That's a cold blast of water in my face. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just lay low and do I'll your twirl best. my mustache. I'll twirl the mustache. That'll twirl really enhance the effect. Good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, our morning announcements done. Correct. Okay. I think. I think. Uh, how long has this been after the confrontation with Gray? Is this the next day? This is the next morning. Yes. All right. Let's let's go. Let's go. Uh, let's go talk to. Here's what's weird. Gray just like being here means we have to operate with like a constant level of discretion <laughs> that I do not think the three of us, either our characters or us as actually humans are capable <laughs> of maintaining. So, uh, well, you know what? what? I believe in you, Griffin. I have to go to the bathroom. I stand <laughs> up and start to walk to Higglemas's office. I have to go to make sure he washes his hands afterwards. I am following them. You make your way out of the room. Uh, I love the furball. <laughs> yeah, everyone does. You make your way out of the room and head to, towards Higglemas's office. You arrive there. No one stops you. You're just making your way across campus in the middle of the day. It's perfectly normal behavior, really. You arrive. You see cool Gary. Kind of waves at you. He has a lip piercing. He has a, he has a lip piercing and a septum piercing. And he's got an industrial. He's a really cool Gary, you guys. How do you pierce a Gary? <laughs> Man. <laughs> so you make your way into the annex and you make your way up to Higglemas's office. And I would say this being your your third time as a group kind of approaching the office, this is definitely the most confident you have been walking up to this fool's door. I mean, I'm still looking for traps. You don't know. That's the problem with these magic sigil traps. You fucking forget where you place one of them, and it's Kaboomskis. You know what I mean? Like, you're just walking your dog one day, and you're like, oh, shit, I did place a magic sigil trap there. And then, you, and then the, you're gone. Uh, well, as you attempt to detect magic, your skin has no glow. You know, I mean, cool. aside from its natural glow, you know? Sure. A little bit. Maybe you do, like, a dusting of glitter from time to time, but, like, oh, I, sp I spray tan. Yeah, I spray tan. For oh, sure. you do? Oh, for sure, for sure. What about what about me? What about Fitzroy makes you think he doesn't spray tan? That's fair. And I bet it's magical as shit, too. You yeah, know? it's good. It's good stuff. Uh, so you make your way to the door. Uh, you have sensed no magic. Good. Uh, come in. I thought we had a whole system. Okay. Yeah, come in. Uh, you open the door. You enter. You find the much younger Higglemas caring for his brother, who is currently resting on Higglemas's overstuffed, uh, very worn couch. I thought you were going to say dog bed. Dog bed. No. I thought. Well, I, that I could. I thought that would be funny. Like, what if I came up and I was like, "Here, have some kibble," but that would be so rude. I would never. So I shouldn't scratch him behind the ears. That would I mean, be not without consent. Right. Of course. I mean, but to be fair. Shouldn't do that to a dog you don't know either. Come on, wow. folks. Gotta ask. Um, you don't how's know. Every, how's everyone feeling? Oh, shh, please. He, he, he's resting. Um, I, I, I know I owe you an explanation and an apology. Um, I'm not sure where... Where to start, honestly? Well, how about you start with 
what parts of the story of your brother getting turned into a dog by the bad guy was a lie? Almost, almost none of it. Um, it, it he was cursed, and I turned him into a dog so that uh, he could survive. The backlash aged me rapidly. All of that, all of that is true. The, the one difference was, uh, I could have, I could have turned him back, um, at basically any point, but I was so afraid of losing my brother again that I could, I wouldn't do it until I knew I could hide him from Gray. And that's why I needed your help. I needed your help with being able to conceal him from Gray. And and I it, it was to protect him. I I swear. I I I didn't I didn't used to consider myself a coward, but I know I am now. I I was only brave in reflection of my brother. And without him, I did not know what to do. And I am sorry that I used you, and I'm sorry that I lied to you, but I just couldn't risk losing my brother again. So was was that the end of your plan? Yeah, get your brother back, and yay? And just hide out and and try to ride the storm out? You are hoping he has a plan. Yes. I I don't... I'm not the hero. I understand idolizing the oldest brother is (laughs) very common. Seeing them as godlike, uh, infallible, sexual superiors. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 this is a common trait. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even deny that that's what's happening. Fuck. Uh, if memory serves, he he needed the uh at, at the end of that episode was kind of a blur. He needed the apple not to turn his brother back, but to create a what potion or spell or something to hide away. Correct. Okay. Cool. Um. Yeah. I mean, you you uh you beefed it. You screw you screwed up. But uh, that's in that's in the past. And now let's look onward to the future. Um, and that's not what you have done to wrong us, but what you can do to help us build a righteous, badass army to kill a demon king. Uh, I don't... Right now, I'm I'm still trying to get my brother back on his feet so he can tell me what to do. Well, he can... He doesn't have to get a... On his feet, he can lay there on the dog bed and, and give us ideas. He doesn't remember much of his life before. I'm still working on that. Um, Think of it like I'm doing work on his brain to rebuild it, and it will take time. Okay. See, I almost said brain surgery, but I don't think that exists in this world. Well, it'll be magical brain surgery. Think of it like magical brain surgery. Sure, sure. Uh, how much time do we have again? What did he say? Six, six months? Six months. Okay. All right, so we got six months to, to, to start whipping something up. I don't know about you all. I don't feel like sitting around waiting while you uh, do fantasy brain surgery. So I think, I think we need to get the wheels of spinning. And st- start building up the ranks, juicing our power levels, if you will, and um, 
Yeah, any tips you got on that front? You've faced off against Gray before. Anything you can tell us um, would be pretty helpful and good. And also, the first helpful and good thing you have done for us ever. Ooh, burn! Not a burn, a literal observation. (laughs) Gray is clever. Um, and, and he, he will oftentimes strike from a direction that you wouldn't expect, but he has a temper, and if you can get him worked up, he is very off kilter. He, he, he will make mistakes. That's how we've been able to beat him before. He is more powerful than any mortal I know, even hero, but when angry, he is vulnerable. And I should also warn you, as you attempt to find help, he was able to make it past my wards because he had mortal assistance. They they were masked, disguised, so I don't know who, but someone at this school helped him get through my wards and past the doors. And even then, they shouldn't have been able to make it through. They had some kind of aegis that allowed them, only my brother or I should be able to make it through the wards without someone lowering them. And they were able to make it through. Like I said, he's clever. So be careful who you approach. And... So we got spies on the inside. Fantastic news. That's for sure not going to make us a big paranoid mess. Uh, what of his other forces? We did square off against, I would say, some pretty bad some pretty bad boys back in town. And it seemed like there was infinite of them. So of the de- what do you know of the demon army? Grey is a demon prince. He, uh, one of the hell dimensions is his. Say that again? One of the hell dimensions is his. That sucks, guys. That seems it like sounds a... So it bad. sounds it so bad. Really bad. I, v, to contrast, he runs a hell dimension and we share a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I know that this won't help much, but it is one of the smaller dimensions. That's why he's always thinking. And and why did you not say so? This is much. Well, not better. It's worse. And we have a rather large toilet, so. Yes, it's true. There's some balance there. It is a nice toilet that I have. I do not use. You do not avail yourself of this particular indoor toilet. Um, okay, so what, you, you, uh, a smaller hell dimension, what are you, what are you talking, what do you think, like a hundred of these big pit demons, or? Is it a fixer-upper? Two, two hundred? I've, I've never been there, I, I couldn't tell you what his forces are, but if he's been amassing them for the last fifty years, chances are he has been <laughs> gathering as many troops as he can. Could we could we get there if we wanted to do a little uh, reconnaissance? Everything in my limited powers makes me think that his connection to his dimension and to this world has to do with the god Scarcasm. So I I would look there. Okay. Uh, I mean, I feel I don't know about you all. I feel a plan a brewing and it's not a good one Mm-mm. but something's cooking in the kitchen what are you thinking i mean we have six months that's an, that's enough for us to have a sort of multi-layered approach with many prongs i think i think we scout the hell dimension i i've been wanting to make a field trip to the god's carcasm for quite some time because that's apparently where i get my uh special sauce from uh, so that seems good. We need to get, uh, you know, as many fighters, uh, as we can on our side for the confrontation. We need to, yeah, right? Like, are y'all picking up what I'm putting down? It's, I don't think this is gonna be a, we find the magic sword and then plunge it into Gray's chest and then we win. Wait, wait, mm. wait is there, 
Is there a magic sword? Is there a magic? Oh my god! Yeah. Is there a magic no. sword? Let's not assume. No. I mean, oh, there yeah. are lots of magic sword. You have a magic sword, Argo. It's strapped to your hip right now. If you're asking oh. if there is a magical sword specifically known for killing Gray, not that we've found. What about a gun? A magic gun? Um, once Poison? again, if I had knowledge of a magic gun okay. that would kill Gray, I'd have it. I'm going to feel silly after I ask this, but what about a big magic piano that we can like drop on, drop on him? Oh, that'd be so funny. And then when he smiles, the, the keys would be in his mouth. The yes, it's a big teeth. smile. <laughs> I love that gag. Or a safe, and then we drop it on him, and then you open the door, and he's inside, but he's got like uh, like stars going around his head. But he I, dies also. The I We have, in the last couple centuries, killed Grey many times. Oh, and then how? He's hey. back. This is wicked useful information. You realize this, yes? Like, when we were asking, like, what Grey could do, like, you could have told us he cannot be killed. It's never, it's, it's, he's not, not killed, killed. We, he has a form here in this dimension. Right. And we can kill that form and send him back to his dimension. But he always comes back. Okay. So we gotta kill him in hell. That's very hand. That's handy to know. Thank you. Cut off the highway to hell dimension. Sure. I don't know what that's gonna mean for me. Probably nothing good. But we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. I I feel like I'm ready to start pounding the pavement. <clears throat> Higgle Miss, before we get moving, um, I do want to say one thing. And you know that I'm not your biggest fan and have been suspicious of your actions and was totally right. And that's good. That's good. That trophy's going going to stay in the old case for a while now. Called it. And that was totally great. Um, I know you've had a tough time. And although you have sort of engaged in a dereliction of duties as an administrator of this school that shall go down in history. Uh, I, I do not completely hold it against you. Uh, as you know, Gray did destroy the apple that we did fetch for you, uh, thus making your uh, escape and your cowardly retreat uh, uh, impossible. Uh, well, uh, and I reach into my bag and I pull out the second apple that we uh, acquired, and I hand it to him. Uh, and I say... If you're going to be half in on this thing, on this, by thing I mean war, uh, against the demon prince, we don't necessarily, I don't necessarily want you here. I think you're probably going to do much more harm than good. So, if you're going to spend the, the whole of our war preparation effort looking for a way out, here it is. This is the way out. Get going now so that we know we don't have you. But if you and your brother actually do want to do something useful for this school and this world, we'll see you around, I guess. And he looks at you for a moment and looks back at his brother and then looks back to you and says hero would help you. So, I, I'm in. Oh, thank God. Oh, man. That would have been so bad if you all had dipped, because, like, we have our beef, but I don't know what we do if we don't know (laughs) shit. We don't know anything. Uh, Also, pro tip, don't eat that apple. It is mealy as heck. So, I... I can use this to help. I give me a little bit of time to rework the formula, and I think I can make you a potion that would protect you from Gray's detection. Hmm. Do you think you could brew me a potion that would shrink me down eight inches so all my clothes would fit again? Okay, so you are taller? Oh my gosh, gonna... much taller, yes. 
Okay, I couldn't remember if it was, you know, the my change gave me a different perspective or what, but... No, my pants are very short on me, like I'm a little sailor boy, and that's not just sort of an aesthetic decision on my part. There is one other thing. One, uh, I have a reconnaissance team that I think might be able to help. They're not well-skilled, but uh, I have some cats that are good at getting into places. Your cats. Wait a freaking moment. <clears throat> are you telling us yes. the the invisible space cat that keeps kicking it in our dorm room is one of your one of your your little sparrows listening in? Oh, they go where they play. I didn't send it to you. They are just around. I was testing out a new spell on some of the feral cats around the grounds. Nothing dangerous. And I found that I could create traveling cats. Well, all cats can travel, you dingus. Oh, interdimensionally. Mm. That's that. Now that is new. That's a great band name, too. Sure. Interdimensional traveling cats. Maybe just have them keep a couple of their furry pointed ears out to see if they can suss out who the evil bad spy is. Oh, uh, yes, of course. So, reviewing the minutes, mm. action points for you are you're going to heal your brother so we can ply his brain for wisdom on how to defeat Gray. You're going to brew up uh, a special magic apple potion. Uh, that will serve as like a, a b- bulletproof vest for us, fantasy bulletproof vest. More like camouflage. I, I, just to be clear, camouflage. I can't protect you from danger from Gray. Oh, oh gotcha. Oh, you've okay, made so that camo. so explicitly clear with your every word and action since the moment we met. And your th- your third assignment is to dispatch cats, spy cats, to send out spy cats. So those are your three action points, right? And one more point of clarification. I don't control the cats. Have you ever tried Even to control better. cats? That doesn't happen. They just, I, they sometimes come back to me and I've gotten pretty good at communicating with animals non-verbally. And so I, I, I can suss it out. I, I have ways of communicating with animals and I, I, I can try to gather information from them. Okay. Check, check, and check. Those are your three, your your three action points, right? Y- yes. Everybody, uh, roll an insight check for me. Gladly. Seventeen minus one, sixteen. Four plus zero, four. Five plus four, nine. Uh, Argo, you see that with this like clear plan and instructions that have been given him, but more than that, a level of trust and responsibility. He's standing a little taller, and he seems uh, a little more present, and it you get the impression that this is a position he is way more comfortable in than being the one who makes the plan. Middle management. He's a middle management guy. Okay. I mean, are we the teachers now? Well, we're definitely the corporate heads. Sure. Well, you are. Okay, don't forget that and break. We have an aura frame here at our house, and we primarily use it to show pictures of our kids and the fun stuff that we do. And my favorite thing about it is that it's so easy to upload pictures on that as soon as we get home from doing something fun, we just immediately put the pictures up there so we don't forget to do it. You know, because I, I've tried, we try to do picture frames and stuff in the past, and then we never remember to put them on. But with Aura, it's so easy to load it up that it has become kind of a a digital scrapbook more than anything else. So if you have been looking to get the pictures that are trapped in your phone 
and set them free in a way that other people can see them, might I recommend Aura Frames. They're stylish, they're easy to use, you're gonna love it. And it was named the number one digital picture frame by Wirecutter, and for a good reason. It's so easy to set up, and they have different frame options, all kinds. And the best part is it comes with unlimited storage. So, right now you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frames with code ADVENTURE. That's A-U-R-A, frames.com, promo code ADVENTURE. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it's me, the internet's Travis McRoy. Yes, that's right, powerful influencer, Travis McRoy. You know, people are always asking me, Travis... How did you become such a powerful influencer in the world? Well, I'll let you in on my secret. It's Squarespace. Yes, that's right. Squarespace, the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. You can stand out with a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything. Your products, content you create, or even your time. What? What influencer doesn't do that? I ask you. I'll wait. That's right. None of them. They all do that, and you can do it with Squarespace. Okay, here's uh, just as an aside. You can also use Squarespace even if you're uh, not an influencer, um, and even if the idea of being an influencer uh, makes you throw up a little bit in your mouth, don't worry, Squarespace is still useful. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with the best-in-class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. With Squarespace scheduling, clients can quickly view your availability and book their own reservations, appointments, or classes, and you can sell products on an online store. Whether you sell physical or digital products, Squarespace has the tools for you. So go to squarespace.com adventure for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use offer code ADVENTURE to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Chicago! We're coming to you. We're coming for you. We're coming at you. And we're also coming to C2E2. And we're doing live shows. All a bunch of stuff in April. April 24th, we're going to be doing My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is nearly sold out. And Taz, which is selling out fast. So do not wait. April 25th is Taz. April 24th is My Brother, My Brother and Me. April 26th through the 28th, we're doing C2E2. Schedule to be announced. You can get your C2E2 badges now, but you do not need a badge to attend the live shows. Tickets for those shows are on sale at bit.ly slash Tours. All the information is there. Go check it out. Also, we've got a newsletter in case you've been wondering what's the best way to keep up with our new tour dates and announcements and stuff like that, go to bit.ly slash newsletter. And of course, check out all the merch over at macroymerch.com. A lot of great stuff. Fungalore sticker pack, um, naming of the year poster. Uh, we've got the little sailor man pin and 10% of all proceeds this month go to the Foundation for Black Women's Wellness. So go check it out, macroymerch.com. And now back to the show. So where to, fellas? I have an idea. I mean, <clears throat> I feel like what I'm interested in is kind of like loose end mode a little bit. I feel like we. I feel like in all of the um, the hubbub and excitement, there are like a couple like things that we started doing, or that at least that I started doing that we didn't sort of see through to the end. Okay. Um, so I personally would love to finish up my little, uh, home act project of the, uh, mind control apparatus. Although I think it's going to sort of be a different form. Uh, now the one I was working with the artificer who, I, uh, whose name I cannot remember. Crabtree. That's it. Crabtree. Yeah. I'd like to dip in there, uh, but that doesn't have to go first. That's just what I, that before I do anything else, I feel like squaring that away like i'm not going to be able to sleep at night also i went through all this trouble to get this fucking permission slip signed i want some payoff for that damn it okay so what about you guys because i'd like you all to stick together as much as possible for this you know what i mean so griffin wants to check in on the artificing project with crabtree uh what what about you argo and fearbolg um 
I, well, I, I mean, I, I think Arga would probably like to check in with the unbroken chain. I mean, that's, you talk about, that was kind of a dangling plot line or dangling loose end for him. And especially if he wants to try to recruit the unbroken chain to their cause. Cool. What about you, Fearbolg? I think I will go to the library. Ah, with the power of books? Nerd alert. Okay, so let's do artificing first. So the three of you make your way down to the basement of the main building, where is located the forge and the artificing chamber. Um, you make your way in there. You see uh, Crabtree working away, carving some sigils and runes into a metal plate. You would guess some sort of armor. Uh, and she looks up at you and she says, oh, hey, uh, welcome back. Were you able to get that uh, that permission slip signed? Can we get to work on your, uh, what was it, uh, headband? Oh, it's going to be a different thing now. We sort of squared that whole thing away. But yeah, I do have a sort of blank check permission slip here uh, for whatever stuff we need. And I know I say that, and it probably sounds very, very suspect. But uh, yeah, it's on, put it on Higglemiss's tab, he said. She strokes her gray beard for a second, and then she takes uh, takes the permission slip from you, holds it up to the light, of the the fire and as she does there is uh, a watermark across it and the ink uh glows for a second and she goes yeah that's legit all right well uh is this the kind of thing where you want me to like show you how to do it so you know teach a man to artifice kind of thing and she smiles and this is like apparently a joke she has made many times Oh, that old chestnut. Love it, love it, love it. You know, because um, it's like teach a man to fish, but it's art of fish, right? Yeah. Oh, I the didn't hear it. art of fishing? Okay. Um, teach a man the art of fish. Oh, sorry, I said it wrong. Teach a man the art of fishing. I'm going to pass it? out. I'm going to pa- I'm gonna pass out. Um, yeah, I mean, that would be helpful, uh, you know, if we could get a sort of mass production going. But uh, headbands are so last season. Uh, and this season, uh, the the whole world's going wild for a, a new look that uh, just debuted at the Fantasy Met Gala. And so uh, I need you to teach me how to make, uh, and I take off my glasses. I say, some of these. Glasses? Yeah, not prescription. Well, magically prescriptive. Um, what? What kind of enchantment you're looking for what are they going to do protection well attack? you know I, I was looking for something to protect against mind control but now i'm sort of thinking a bit more big picture um a bit more broader rather than sort of mind control like mind suggestion just being able to kind of see through that um to put it in game terms i'm hoping to artifice um I mean, what what we had talked about in talking about artificing is like putting a spell inside a thing, mm-hmm. uh, and there's a spell called true seeing. Here's here's where I'm at. I I don't know that it makes sense for us to do much of anything until we are able to sort of crack the case of Gray has somehow convinced the entire world that the God's Carcasm has been there forever, and that power of like, you know mass hypnosis seems seems like it's going to be pretty tough to whip. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So you yeah. want to make something that you can put on somebody else so that they will see through things. I mean, I don't know if that's the only thing my man has, like, or, yeah, I don't know that that's the only thing that he has, like, sort of, like, bamboozled us all. So I would love to make some 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 glasses of true seeing, I guess. Uh uh, the spell gives a willing creature, you touch the ability to see things as they actually are for the duration. The creature has true sight, notices secret doors hidden by magic, and can see into the ethereal plane all out to a range of 120 feet. Okay. Um, does that so sound, does that, I don't want to like pitch something that's going to break the game. Does that sound like something that is I think reasonable? that that is probably something where we can do like a charge of it, since it is like a permanent uh, fixture in the glasses that we could do like a one-time charge. You know, and not something that's like wear these glasses and you can see through everything for all time ever. Sure. 
Um, so it would have to be like, you know, a 60 second charge uh, th- that you could, you know, use maybe once a day or twice a day or something. Okay. Yeah, that sounds um, good to me. That sounds fair. So Crabtree is kind of stroking her beard and she says like, well, huh. Yeah, I think I could, I could handle the, the lenses part. I could definitely show you how to do that, but to have frames strong enough to hold it, I'm going to have to, oh, going to have to get Mosh's feedback. And she grabs kind of a, you know, speaking, listening horn device from the wall and says, Mosh, get your ass in here. And Mosh, who you recognize, Arco, uh, as a member of the Unbroken Chain, but is also the blacksmith and the blacksmith professor, comes in and says, yes, Crabtree, what is it? And Crabtree says, now don't take that tone with me, Mosh. I'm working on a project and I need your feedback. I was working on a project to Crabtree. And then Crabtree says, well, okay, calm down. No need to fight in front of the boys. So I'm trying to make glasses of true seeing. Fashionable, preferably like fashionable brow line glasses is kind of my look. Do you have a preferred shape for the frame and the lens? I mean, a brow line frame, I guess, a boxier than than uh, the current spectacles I'm wearing. The lens, I'm not imagining any sort of tint. Actually, transition lenses, I don't know if you all can do that. They're so stylish, and they look very good on everyone. Yeah, we can uh, do that. Okay. And Mosh says, oh, yeah, you would have to have frames with the charge built into the frame. Well, a brow line, a brow line, you you know, it gives you lots of room to etch there on the on the on the brow. So, and the two of them begin sketching, and they begin drawing out plans. And you hear them; their tones shift from bickering to collaborative very quickly. And they get into a groove of it, and their voices lower as they're talking. You're not able to keep up with every step, but after about five to ten minutes, they kind of break their huddle. And Mosh says, okay, there you go. Please don't bother me again for the rest of the day. I have to finish what I'm working on. It's going to be really cool. And he leaves. And as he leaves, Crabtree says, yeah, don't bother me for the rest of the day. It's going to be really cool. Get him. Got him. Good. All right. I've got the plans here. Um, and, and she kind of, you know, gestures for you to lean over and is showing you the different instructions. She says, now, I never made anything like this before. So I'll tell you what. Give me the rest of the day, and I'll see if I can work up kind of a prototype before you and I, like, kind of get into it. Okay. Uh, so check back in with me maybe tomorrow, day after tomorrow, and I should have something ready for you. Sounds good. Loving it. Check. Gonna check the first thing off the big list, y'all. You can't see the list, Crabtree. It's a secret list. And so stop asking. Okay. It's the Demon War list. The w- Sorry, I couldn't hear you. Because I wasn't fire. whispering to you. Oh, okay. Um, so that's that's one check mark done. Uh, so let's head to the library next. Books, check them out. Read about stars and cars and electric guitars. Books, check them <laughs> okay, out. Okay, okay. Heavyweight champ, it is crazy as about books. Check them out. Check them out at your library. Hey, remember when they decided to use California raisins to promote literacy? (laughs) (laughs) Remember when California raisins were invented to promote raisins? And then people were like, I can't. I'm already buying all the raisins there are, and I still can't get enough There's of these fucking raisins. There's got to be more that these people can tell. There's got to be more that we could use them for. And they do you remember Christmas. when we dressed you guys in garbage bags and you dressed up for Halloween as the California raisins? Classic. Yeah, classic. absolutely. That was a classic. classic. Do you remember thrift. when Hardee's slash Carl's Jr. paired with California raisins to sell cinnamon raisin rolls? And you could oh, get them. Yeah. They still make them. Okay. And what, this, is really? the end? Uh, this is the end of the episode? This is how the episode ends. It's just a slow fade. Sopranos, don't stop. <laughs> it's just, yeah. Yeah. Okay, we've reached the library. It is, you know, early morning. Most people are in class. You guys are probably playing hooky, if we're being honest. But who cares so much about attendance when you're trying to stop a demon prince from taking over your world? You head into the library. It's fairly empty. So what is, what's your goal here, Fearbolg? Where's the librarian? You're looking for Sabor, the turtle. Sabor. Uh, Sabor the turtle 
is over, uh, you see him stocking the nonfiction shelves, returning books back to their appropriate place. Hello, Saibor. Oh, Master Fearbolg. How are you? I am well. And yourself? Very well, thank you. Well, I have a lot on my mind. Okay. Every one of my friends is talking to their friends about a project. And I think on this, you and Cool Gary are my best friends at this school. Oh. I cannot talk to Cool Gary. Cool though he may be. He talks to many others. Uh, uh, well, I'm flattered, Master Fearbolg. How can I help you? Do you like Hieronymus? The head of the school? Yes. I respect him very much. Uh, he hired me over a hundred years ago, and I've never had much issue with him. I don't see him much. He hasn't made his way down to the library in some time. Hmm. What? Hmm. Did you notice he becoming different? Uh, maybe 50 years ago? This question sounds crazy to ask. Hmm. Now that you mention it, he did become more involved in recruiting and bringing in new students 50 years ago, mm. thereabouts. Turtle, can I trust you? That is a tricky question, Master Fearbulk, because my answer is dependent on whether you trust me or not. I will, of course, say yes, you can. But it is up to you to decide whether I am being honest. It is too early for the logic puzzles. Feel like I need a chart. Um, I want to roll, um, it's called an insight check. Go for it. To see, well, I dropped the ding, ding, ding. Ding, dang it. Can we watch our language, please? 16 plus 4. 20. You get you get the sense that this turtle is on the level. He has done nothing to indicate. Otherwise, you're feeling real good about your relationship with Sabor. Could I could I help here real quick? I didn't realize you guys were here. I'm I'm playing with a fucking like ball and 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 hoop, uh, a stick and hoop because that was the slowest, most boring fucking conversation I have ever heard. You all talk. It's like the sloths in Zootopia. I'm fucking asleep over here. Come let me on. let me just talk. Let me just talk to the guy for one more second. I'll speed up a little bit. Sabor, yes, the Hieronymus that you know is not the real Hieronymus. The God Scar Chasm is invented, and the being calling itself Hieronymus wants only to bring chaos and destruction to this school. He is well connected. He is powerful, and the only hope of stopping him 
lies with the three of us. Now, you have a library full of books, and in one of them, you must be able to read that a fearbolg can not lie. And Sabor nods slowly. And you see him look over at Argo for a second and kind of, you know, tilt his head inquisitively at Argo. Argo raises his hand like he's scratching his head. And when he does, the sleeve of his jerkin um, slides down, revealing his unbroken chain tattoo. And Sabor turns back to you, Fearbolg, and says, I will begin my research. And walks away from his cart and heads towards his office. Oh, Sabor. Yes? Congratulations on your promotion to secondary character. Ha 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 